What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope everybody has had an amazing week thus far and have enjoyed every moment of it. And I also hope that you guys have some cool things planned for the weekend. One of the things I've always learned is that Fridays is a wind down, right? You come home, do something calm, relaxing, maybe catch a movie, catch up with friends, family, whatever the case may be. But Saturday and Sunday, you should attack it hard the same way, attack it hard the same way you attack the work week with the same passion, the same amount of planning, and the same amount of time just outlined for yourself, your family, people who are important for you, and things like that. That is very, very important because life is meant to be lived and enjoyed and all that good, mushy stuff. But sometimes we forget about that. Sometimes we come home from work on Friday, we're like, man, I'm just tired. And yeah, we are tired because you know, you've been doing a lot. And if you're working from home, you're like, I'm ready to get out of the house. I've been at home all week. But then somehow we end up still staying in the house or, you know, going to the backyard or cleaning up something around the house. Stop all that. Get out. Enjoy the beautiful sun. Enjoy the warm weather if you are in a warm weather place, uh, you know, and just live life. I am excited to have completed my first week of my live shows in the morning. For those of you guys who know me, uh, I'm all about consistency. And it's hard. It's hard waking up at 6 (laughs) a.m. every day. Uh, And then, you know, preparing for the show, getting my notes ready and all that. But again, I appreciate it. And I love what I do. So I'm I'm not going to stop. And that's that on that. But don't forget, this upcoming Saturday, I'll be releasing, that's tomorrow, I'll be releasing um, a new segment of my podcast. The first one will be available for everyone. And then after that, it will be for patrons only. So if you are not a patron, make sure you go ahead and click the link in the description of the podcast. Or if you're on Podbean, it's right there in the app. Become a patron and you'll have access to all this, the exclusiveness of the stories I'll be sharing on there. Uh, The first one will not be as out there as the ones I'll put on Patreon, but it'll be more out there than what you're used to hearing me talking about on my regular scheduled podcast and on these morning check-ins. But enough about that. Let's get to what I want to cover today. Now, when I came back, as you guys know, I'm back here in America. And when I came back to uh, Chicago, I had a lot of different emotions. When I came back to America, I didn't land in Chicago first. I was in Austin, but I had all kind of emotions once I went back to Chicago, right? Because, you know, I've been living abroad for 11 years. I mean, every time I came home, there was always an, an, an exit point, right? A point in which I knew I will be returning back to Taiwan. How did I have this? Because I bought a return ticket, right? I always had a return ticket that would take me back to, you know, to Taiwan. So it was never, it never felt permanent. Right. It never felt like, man, I'm going to be here for an extended period of time. And man, I'm trapped here. I always knew that eventually down the line that I will be returning uh, to the place that I had grown to call home, which was which was Taiwan. This time was a little bit different. Um, And even the time I came back, you know, to take care of my mom and be here, um, something in me knew I was like, hey, I'm going to make it back to Taiwan. Right. I was younger. I had less things to worry about. Um, I still had time and I do still have time now. I still had more time to figure things out. I was transitioning between jobs and, you know, I was in that stage of figuring out what I actually wanted to do for the rest of my life. Whereas now I know what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I've secured ways in which to do that. I mean, one of those things, as you know, and as you can tell, is podcasting. But this time it was a little bit different because when I came back, um, I don't have a return ticket. I don't have a time frame when I do want to return. I know that I have to, and that's Taiwan's place that I love. 
Um, and you guys have known from listening to other podcasts that my ultimate goal is to be the traveling black expat. But I also want to reside in two locations. I want to have a foundation here in America, specifically in Chicago, um, but also in another place potentially as well. Um, but I also want to make sure that I spend half my time home around my family and my close friends I've known all my life, which most of them reside in Chicago. And then the other half or more of the half um, back in Taiwan. And I've been working toward and developing ways in which I'd be able to do that. But this time, again, there is no... there. There's more finality in it, right? Because when I came back this time, it was, you know what? I need to restart. And part of that restart is being in an environment, uh, you know, that I feel comfortable in. And that environment is home for me, right? I wanted to make sure I was in a place, you know, I wanted to make sure when I came home that I didn't make any plans to do anything. Because after being abroad for 11 years and going through a pandemic where I opened my own bar and have my own business and things like that, I knew and I felt that I wanted to be around family and close friends. I needed to rebuild. And part of that rebuilding, that restarting process is you need people around you that you trust, that you love, that you know always, always have your best interest in heart and best interest at heart. And you really don't get that from any other place or in any other way than you do when you're around family for most of us. I know some of us out there have crazy families or families that aren't supportive or you get more support from your friends and your family. But you know, at some point in time, I was like, man, my not my immediate family, my extended family. I was like, man, I don't get the support I feel like I need or I deserve or I want from them. But I've always gotten it from my immediate family. That's always been that. It's always been a part of something I've gotten. But there's been times where I've looked at you know close friends, especially being abroad when you're around your friends all the time. Like, man, these guys support me more than my extended family do. So they've kind of become my family. And I have a lot to say about that because that doesn't turn out to be true a lot of times. But it is still there. But I had to really think when I was back at home, you know, in Chicago, I was like, man, I don't feel comfortable here. And I had to think, was it because of the circumstances that I returned back home? Was it because I've outgrown Chicago? Was it because of the changes that Chicago has gone through? Uh, was it because I was just processing a lot of mental health things that I had to work through because I had lost uh, my business in Taiwan and I was going through a huge transition, just career rise, uh, podcast wise? podcast wise like what was it what was it that was making me feel uncomfortable and then i had this conversation with uh, with someone else who's from chicago that also came back erica and she's been on the podcast before also on the youtube channel make sure you guys check that out but we were just talking i was like man it's not that i feel uncomfortable in taiwan i mean sorry in chicago and back home it is some things that i don't like about it that i really enjoy and love about other places and not just taiwan like austin is much cheaper than chicago like i was just looking at gas prices and i know you guys are saying that's simple but it matters. <clears throat> Gas is like 350, 360, 370, 380 in Chicago. And in Austin, it's like 240, 250, 260, 270. And in Taiwan, it's a dollar a gallon. Like y'all know I was driving a scooter out there and the most I would spend on gas in a month was about $10. And that's if I was going somewhere every day. So literally the most I would spend on average is about $5. You know, and that's huge. Like when you're doing something for 11 years, it's like, man, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a huge adjustment. And then I was like, man, due to the pandemic, a lot of stores in Chicago saying they ain't got no chicken. So a three-piece went from being $4 to $8. A six-piece went from being $8 to $13. It's expensive as hell in Chicago. I was like, man, like it is, it is expensive as hell. And you know, driving through certain communities like the roads, there are potholes everywhere. Um, it's just I just, and it's a big city and I've lived in a big city for the first 18 years of my life, right? It was where I was. It was my home. Um, but I realized that I never really liked that. I never really liked taking public transportation. 
right? Because it, it just it felt crowded, felt dangerous. I don't like I didn't like doing it in Taiwan. I didn't enjoy it. It's more convenient in Taiwan. But the moment I was able to get out of a city, and for I've never really lived in a city when I was in Taiwan. I traveled into the city. So I had choices and for entertainment, right? And even then, I lived a long way out. So it was a long ride in. I was able to get a seat, not not to deal with all the crowds, et cetera, et cetera. Like I built, I created a life and a space and a place in Taiwan where everything I disliked about the city that I came from were the major things that I loved about the place that I went, right? And it's not just gas and, you know, and being expensive and things like that. It's just how I felt being there, especially being a black person, something I have to really, I had to really think through and talk through. Like I had so many experiences with racism, with encountering white people back in Chicago specifically and being uncomfortable in my own skin, especially in the workplace. I did not like that feeling. And that is a feeling that I did not have as often because you're still going to have it being black wherever you are in the world. It's black American, I'll say, wherever you are in the world. I didn't have that as often the place that I worked. And because I was leading and developing the people that I worked around, I was able to create a space where I was surrounded by black people. Right. And that matters to me, but in a professional setting, in a setting where I felt free, where we didn't have to constantly deal with that outside pressure of, you know, racism, you know, and sexism as much, still very present, but as much like these were things that I, a community and environment that I created for myself. So when I put myself back in there, you know, and being in Chicago or being back home, like all those feelings and emotions started rushing back to me, which made me feel uncomfortable. Now, I don't just want to focus on my own experience. Like I really want to ask, like really think about it. What is your why? And when I say what is your why, why have you remained in the place that you are now? Like some people have not left the town that they live in. In fact, most Americans don't do that. They grow up in the same place. They live in the same place. They buy a house in the same place near their parents, near their family. They don't leave their own town or their own city, far be it their own state. But like, what is the why that is keeping you where you are? And I've had this conversation with my good friend, Anaja, and she was like, yeah, I stayed because of the path I wanted to take. You know, she's vice president of an amazing company, right? And she stayed with the same company for the past 11 years, and she's moved up the ladder. So, you know, when you move up the ladder, you move up in salary and power and position and influence and knowledge. All those things were escalating for her. And But now, you know, we're both at a point in our lives where it's like, she's like, man, I've accomplished a lot. But, man, I hate the weather in Chicago. I hate the cold. And it was something simple as she went to uh, South Carolina during the wintertime in Chicago, which was still warm in South Carolina. She was like, I walked in the house and it was like, you know, the afternoon, made myself a margarita. And I went and sat on the balcony at the house I was at. And I was like, man, I could I could get used to this. In the wintertime, when I'm used to shoveling snow and digging my car out, I could get used to not having to do that. In an environment where it's warm all the time, where I don't have to worry about, you know, being Chicago. She was like, initially I thought I stayed in Chicago, you know, for family and friends, but a lot of our family and friends have left Chicago or don't live very close or have families and are and are busy with that. And, you know, we all come together for for parties and for gatherings. But, you know, if you're not spending a significant amount of time daily with your friends or your family, then that isn't what that isn't what's keeping you. It may be what's keeping you there because you know that they're close, but that isn't the main thing that's keeping you there. And most people are like, well, I don't want to make new friends. Well, you do. When you change jobs, you make new friends. People get hired and fired at jobs. You make new friends. You meet new people. But what's wrong with stepping outside of your comfort zone? Right. 
we do it in so many ways throughout our lives. We go to new schools. We take different classes in college. We change jobs, right? We run into different people. We date. That's literally meeting new people. That's how you met the love of your life if you have it, if you if you have it already. That's how you're going to be the love of your life if you haven't found that already. That's that's how these things happen. So that's not, you know, is that the why? Is your why family? Is your why friends? Is your why I'm afraid of leaving where I am? It, or is your why I'm comfortable? Right? But what is your why not? Really think about it. Why not move to a different state? Right? You're young. Like until you're not able to walk, you're young. You know what I mean? Meaning, you know, when you get older and, and God forbid you can't walk around, but like until you're unable to function on your own, you're young. Why not move to a different state? In this world, travels have shown me that this world is huge. So many different places, so many different cultures, so many different people. The world is huge. There's so much out there to explore, even in your own backyard. So why not go to live in a different state for a while? If now, now that we can work remotely in most jobs, why not try it out? Just try and see. Why not meet new people? Why not have new experiences? It's okay for, even if you have a family, why not? You can do that. You have a partner. You're not by yourself. If you are by yourself, why not? You're fine. You can always come back home. I know what you're thinking, like, oh, I bought a house and I have this, I have that. There are ways around that. There are so many travel companies and ways of living and ways of packing up and going that you can make this a reality. And also people are like, well, I enjoy the cold weather. I don't want to live somewhere where it's warm all the time. It snowed in Austin, Texas this year and last year, snowstorm. It, you'll find a chill if that's, that's what you want. Or you can vacation there. You know what I mean? But like a lifestyle change does wonders for your mental health. And mental health has been a big thing for me. You guys know for the two years I've been podcasting about this topic, I always bring it up in topics that I talk about because it is important and it impacts how and why, the why in which we do things, specifically me, right? So really like what is your why? And also what is your why not? Would you ever consider moving to a different place? I look at the impact it's had on me, and I'm more aware of the things around me. So when I drive to Chicago, I'm more aware of the disparities. Not that I wasn't before, but I am more aware of, man, I hate that this place looks like this. It's not like, oh, it looks bad, so I want to leave. It's like, man, I wish it didn't look like this. I wish it didn't feel like this. I wish all communities had access to the same resources. I wish all the roads in Chicago got, got it together and then have massive potholes scattered throughout the city. We pay, Chicago's too expensive to have these terrible roads. I'm sorry, y'all. It's going to be something I'm going to bring up a lot because I hate that, right? I wish that it wasn't as, as segregated as it is because it is in a lot of different ways. And our communities do look like that, right? But there are also things that I love about it. I'm not just saying Chicago's terrible. I don't want to live there. Are things I love about it. I love the outdoors things that I to do. I love the events. I love the bars. I love the people. I love the fun that I have there. I love the familiarity of it. Like, I love it. But the why that is that was keeping that my, I'm still finding is what I'm saying. I'm still finding my why as to why I would want to live anywhere right now, not just Chicago. Like why? My why right now to be in Chicago is my family. That is it. And my friends, sorry, my very close friends. That is it. I love and miss them. That's what I didn't have in Taiwan. But comfort, Chicago isn't that for me. I don't have the level of comfort living and lifestyle-wise that I have and had in Taiwan. Austin, the same way. Comfort. Love it. Friends. Love it. Actually, Austin is very, very comparable to what I, the experience I had in Taiwan. Very comparable. Just much closer to home. Much easier to get back home. 
right? It's a great place to live. I feel better here. Mentally, I feel more open here. I do like it, but it's missing something, right? Family, close friends. And that's what I'm craving more of right now. And that's what I want more long term. But again, there are ways to work around that, ways to work through that. So I just wanted to get this Friday started, you know, with something positive. I want you guys to think about a few things and just really process that. Like, what is your why? And it could relate to anything. It couldn't, don't have to just be about where you live and what you're doing, where you live. It could be about where you're going, right? And the things you want to do with, within your career. Like, what is your why in terms of where you're working and why you're working there? Why haven't you taken the time instead of, you know, going out for drinks or talking to friends or watching that TV show to really sit down and to scour the internet to find a new job that fits you, that has that remote that you're looking for, that maybe has an increase in salary that you're looking for. You know, and the, and the funny thing is, when I was job searching, uh, this is the last thing I'll talk about. I know my, I've gone over my time. Sorry, guys. When I was job searching, I was looking for everything that I thought I wanted to do, right? Pop, and that, that I love doing for myself, you know, podcasting. I was looking for stuff like that. I was looking for, you know, editing stuff. But then the one thing I didn't even look at until the last second, and shout out to Black Travel Alliance for finding me this, was travel. <laughs> Could you believe it? I was doing job search and I never looked at travel. Travel planning, travel strategies. I never looked at any of that because I had forgotten what my why was, why I was living abroad. I was looking for jobs while I was abroad. Why was I living abroad? Because I love to travel. And that was the one job and position I was not looking for. I was looking at social media strategies. I was like, oh, I do social media all the time. I was looking at things I do every day, but I didn't take a step back to think about what my why was. Why was why was I in love with the things that I did? Because of travel. Travel opened the door for me. And guess what job I found once I figured out what my why was? Guess travel, a travel-based job, travel planning job. That's exactly what I found. You know what? I was so happy. I'm ecstatic that I found that. But it took me finding and really thinking about and processing what is my why. And that's where I landed. So, you know, I want to leave you guys with that. You know, think about what your why is and return to a lot of things. Who you're dating who you want to marry, right? Where you want to travel, where you want to live. All these things are important. It makes you take time to think about that. And as you're thinking about that, make sure you think about it with positive and happy vibes and enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your life and have a wonderful time doing whatever it is that you're going to be doing because life is short and it's meant to be enjoyed. So, Thank you guys for tuning in and rocking with me for yet another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I am out here.